Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. How's it going? This is Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is a Love Worth Dying For podcast where we are here to encourage and to motivate and to strengthen marriage through the telling of our own, plus also the things that God has really brought us through um, 15 years. This is our 15th anniversary today, <laughs> April 30th, 2020. So we are very thankful for this marriage, for being married this long. And for this episode, we just want to go through some definitions of marriage and kind of describe what it means from a dictionary point of view, from a biblical point of view, and how we have related to that in our own marriage. So, um... We're going to read a few definitions. Just kind of start it off. Um, I have an old New Lexicon Webster's Encyclopedic Dictionary, one I've had for a very long time. And I'm going to read from this definition of marriage. And my wife is going to read from, uh, what's the name of that book, baby? Uh, this is the New Unger's Bible Dictionary. Yeah, she's going to read the biblical definition of the, of um, marriage. And then we're going to show the support of that through the scriptures, through the Bible, and just kind of talk about, you know, um, what marriage is. And and basically, what, what do we think helped keep us together um, this long? 15 years uh, went by pretty fast, but yep. it's a long time to live and grow and get to know someone. Um yeah, and look forward to yeah. another 15 years, you know? And many more. Yep. So this is the definition which I have from my book. It says, the institution under which a man and woman become legally united on a permanent basis. So that's kind of like the general general definition of marriage from the dictionary's point of view. And what does new um the Unger's Bible Dictionary say about Marriage. What does it um, define marriage as? Okay. It says marriage is a divine institution designed to form a permanent union between man and woman that they might be helpful to one another. And there's a Bible verse that kind of goes with that. And it's from the first book of the Bible, Genesis. And it's from chapter 2. What's that verse? Uh, verse 18. Yeah, verse 18. And it says... Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. So there you have the general definition of what a marriage is. And then you have a biblical um, standpoint of what marriage is and what God created marriage to be. That it's something that's an institution that was created by God. And I was telling my wife um, before we actually started recording that this institution that was created even before the um, Ten Commandments were given to Moses. So Moses is the author of the first five books of the Old Testament. And God gave him this definition to show us 
what marriage really is so we're not thrown off course um, no matter what the culture may be or era of life that we're living. So, right. so how has God kept us for 15 years and what are the things that we have learned in these 15 years of marriage and actually learning more about marriage? What would you say, baby? Well, I would say the Holy Spirit obviously um, has kept us. I'm sure we each have our own uh, struggles individually, uh, our own struggles with each other that could definitely lead to a divorce, I would think, um, just based on what I've heard people that have gotten divorces before things like you know i fell out of love or as if you fell in love it's like kind of a funny thing because somebody fall in love it's like actually should be standing in love it should be something you know you're falling you don't have any support you're just kind of just going with the whim rather than being able to stand firm in love i need to change that i don't like that term that that phrase that idiom fall in love because that means that you don't have control you know Right. Well, just kind of looking back at the definition, the biblical one, we realize that it's something that comes from God. And I, right. I, for me, when I think about anything given to me from God, it's something to be cherished. Right. Um, marriage definitely is something I cherish, the institution in itself, as well as my relationship with you (laughs) although sometimes i wouldn't say i'm always in the frame of mind of that yeah you can't you're not like that 24 hours a day you know that's just the reality of it all you know the movies and books and you know television shows make it seem that you know people are lovey-dovey and love each other 24 hours a day 365 a year but unfortunately that's we know and i think a lot of people know that that's that's a myth so it's something you have to work marriage does take work and it does take commitment which i think is aspect of marriage that it's a commitment that it was a commitment for um god to bring um man and woman together and even when when my wife and i was talking earlier was talking about how marriage itself is a reflection of christ in his church and because of that um it's a it's a it's a bonded commitment so commitment that that is that is eternal that's something that is stands the test of time so because of that we are very um committed to one another and committed to the institution of our marriage so that when we get on each other's nerves when we're happy when we're sad when we're going through anxiety or stress we can always look to christ as our as our um comfort as our um as our uh strong tower to lean on rather than leaning on our emotions because you even hear about when people get a divorce about irreconcilable differences that's the reason why they got divorced so it's it's it means that they got married under emotional circumstances rather than getting married because there was a an underlining firm strong foundation for their marriage which they relied on rather than the emotions that come and go with the ebb and flow of marriage. Yeah. Well, 
let's also be real about it. You want to marry somebody that well, you, you like. Know, you, know, you know, you are cute. You know, you're not going to marry somebody, you know, just get on your nerves and stuff. So there are things that connect you to your spouse. So, you know, we we were both Christians. So we both wanted to marry somebody who was a Christian first and foremost. But then we had, um, I guess we, we had uh, um, uh, things that were similar to each other. But we also had differences. I think that's the one thing. You're not going to have a person who's a perfect match of you. That's that's illogical. And I think if we look at ourselves long enough, we don't want to be with somebody who's just like us. If not, was, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> if you were somebody just like me, it would probably, it would be a very um, uh, sad marriage. And <laughs> we, we, we would you not get, get on, on your nerves a bit. You get on my, I'd get on my my own nerves, and it would be so. I had somebody who was different than me, but we do have similarities. So. Yeah. But um, what else about this marriage? We were talking prior to videotaping about what are some of the memories we had, and we went through a lot of different things, um, good times, bad times, but that were very memorable to us. And we were talking about how God has kept us through all of these different eras in our marriage, and. I don't want to go back through the whole thing because um, we, we talked for a little while. But, Janelle, what is like something, one of those um, things which we talked about that kind of stood out to you that you know that, you know what, we went through this, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing or, or a troubled thing or a beautiful thing, we went through this, God has brought us through this and it has helped strengthen our marriage. What's something which just something that you remember from our talk earlier that that God has really showed you as a as a an example of his love to us and also ultimately to give him glory um and showing us that he is there even in no matter what situation that we're in right for me I would definitely have to say that your decision for us to go to the new church that we're at Mm-hmm. has impacted my spiritual growth exponentially. Right. Brian Bible Baptist Church, shout out in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> uh, just looking back, for me, I remember not being as interested in reading my Bible. Um, there right. were times where we would do it. I'd probably fall asleep. <laughs> um, pastor would probably say, Go ahead and stand up. But, you know, right. <laughs> we, we were reading at home and in the comforts of our home. So there were times where, you know, we read together in bed and I fell asleep due right. to um, being tired, so. being tired, but not being as hungry, mm-hmm. not being as interested. But at the same time, knowing that God had me in his hands within his um, his control within the place that he needed me to be. Right. And with the spouse he needed me to have. Mm-hmm. Looking at where I am now, and I still have a ways to go, but I definitely can see how far I've come. And if I wasn't married to you, I wouldn't be here. Mm. I don't know where I'd be spiritually, but I don't think I would be where I'm at. So 
Um, I'm just glad for God using you as my spouse to grow me. Right. Even when I was not ready for that growth. Me in the flesh not right. being ready for that growth. And me mentally not being very ready for that growth. But, um, you know, similar to with a baby, you, you don't wait till they're ready before you start teaching them to talk or you start speaking to them or right. helping them to walk or to learn you 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 meet them where they're at and you take baby steps baby chunks you start drinking milk then you start getting some something a little bit softer but still thickened and till the point where you say hey i can pull out the knife and fork and <laughs> Eat I'm eating meat. this meat <laughs> and right. I'm grateful for God using you to help me get to the point where I can eat meat, where I can right. see the father for who he is mm -hmm. and worship him for who he is, like truly worship him. I, I, I would say I worship him, but I didn't worship him for who he is because I didn't truly know him like I know him now and I'm even growing more so in my knowledge and understanding and relationship with him and it's exciting right. um, I think for any new believer there's an excitement that comes but when you 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 don't go the path in which God tells you or directs you or in his word you know he tells us to make disciples all right. of us should be at some point being prepared to be a disciple or being a disciple to someone else and i feel like in my spiritual walk i've missed that part but yet god in his sovereignty in his mercy in his grace in his providence in his loving kindness towards me he used that Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just grateful. I think a part of marriage, an aspect of marriage is worship. And I think that because marriage in its introduction was from God, that the whole aspect of marriage is to, is to worship him in our union. I think a lot of times you talk about, we talk, or the world talk about marriage and it's either just to procreate, to create children, or it's for two people who are emotionally tied through the act of love to one another. And that's the whole purpose of their marriage. And their marriage may last a long time. Um, but the thing about it is that when you look at why marriage is, and you look at whom marriage is from and for, then you have a different aspect of marriage. I said to Janelle back in the day that, you know, divorce is off the table. Um, because for one, he hasn't... And he said this pretty much before we got married. Yeah, it, it was like, you know... <laughs> but he had some reminders in between. I mean, because <laughs> the thing about it is that, you know, we we have both dealt with divorce or separation and not personally you're not well i have personally but you have <laughs> well not. when you say personally meaning you didn't have a divorce no prior to no i'm right. talking about you know my parents i'm yeah, sorry yeah didn't to clarify <laughs> that sorry but so we've had that type of experience and i knew that i did not want to have to go through that 
Um, there's just too many issues, too much drama. So the whole idea of marriage was something that's going to be lifelong. So when I look at, you know, how guys brought us together and then have sustained us for this amount of time, it, it makes me see that, wow, God is truly good. It's just more than just bringing kids into the world. It's more than just being there for to support somebody or as security as a, you know, the husband is supposed to be like a security for his wife or protect his wife, which we are too. But that's not the whole purpose of marriage. And she's not there just to be a pretty thing to look at because what happens when you get old? What happens if there's um, illness or sickness or some type of debilitating disease? Are you still going to be there for that person? What happens if the person doesn't fulfill you sexually or does not is not does not have the, the the likes and desires as you have? Are you still going to be um, with that person? You're still going to be dedicated and, and committed and committed to that person for the rest of your life. Still going to be love in love. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be in love because you know, even in love, you know, you in love or you, you fall in, in love. You know, I, I don't like that fall, but you know, we, you're 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 loving towards somebody, and you have those emotions and those feelings which are really strong towards that spouse. But then, you know, sometimes you're not, and we've had our spats and debates and um, even things which are just, if not by the grace of God, could have gone left. But you know, God just really challenged us and really plucked our hearts and the spirit just really kind of controlled us and had to settle us down at times and to really refocus on some what is this about it's not about you it's not about that person it's about God ultimately it's about you know why you came together why you were joined why was man and woman put on this earth in the first place mm-hmm. and we we're put on this you know this earth in the first place to to enjoy God and to glorify him forever so if we're here to worship God and enjoy and enjoy Him and glorify Him forever, our marriage is going to reflect that also. Mm, that so, goes with that definition. It talks about that permanent union. Right. It's fidelity. Fidelity is something which you don't see a lot, even in the church. Um, you see here about people you know, splitting up and divorcing, but fidelity being engaged with one person for the rest of your life. And I know we live in a culture where everybody want to have a side piece or a side chick or a side guy or what do you want to call it, a side something. They want to have somebody on the side or you hear about different celebrities, how they give their spouse the, 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 the opportunity to get with other people and stuff like that. Some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we want to be able to look at you know, the logical aspects of marriage and that God is a God of logic. God is a God of science. God is a God of reasoning. God is a God of all these things, spiritual to physical. That when we talk about God, we're not just talking about just some mystical being. We're talking Mm -hmm. about he who created all things and all things have purpose and all things have a, 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 um, a reaction. There's a, a, a desire for it. And there's a, um, um, there's there's implicit and explicit reasonings for the way things are. So, you know, marriage is just like that. And like I said earlier, you know, we've been married for 15 years now. And we've been together for, I guess we've been together for like 18? Yeah, about 18, maybe 19 years. So 
just thinking about that and the memories that we've shared and especially the ones that deal with how God has just strengthened us. And even when Janelle's talking about how I help her, she's helped me be more of a man because I'm thinking about, you know, I was very childish in my ways and there's still a lot of, you know, kitty in me. <laughs> Hopefully I'm getting better. Sometimes and, uh, that kitty benefits. Yeah, sometimes. You know, I'm, but, I'm, yeah but, we, we, we like you as that man, man of the house. Strong man. The man know? of the house. You know, so we, <laughs> you know, we, God has given us joy and peace and that even in a time like this with this global epidemic going around we can still have joy and 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 thankful for our marriage just had a meal i prepared for my wife and was able to just you know talk and be with each other while the kids are away doing their thing in, in another room and to just be thankful and grateful for marriage understanding why marriage is and that god has us here and now for his purpose and to grow us and hopefully and prayerfully can encourage um, others to live a life that is purposeful and not just for the moment or for the emotion of it all, but that you will actually live a life that glorifies God and your marriage will glorify God because he is the one who created marriage in the first place, not us. So I am thankful for my marriage. And I pray that God will bless us with 15 more um, if he if He wills it. What about you? I'm definitely grateful. Um, I definitely want to have and experience more joy in the day-to-day of marriage, which mm-hmm. sometimes that can be tough when you're homeschooling and you're tired and you're working. You working <laughs> cleaning, and cleaning and stuff. you uh, for me, managing my health, which seems sometimes like a, a job in itself. And, um, you know, d- just the time we, we, we sometimes don't always take out to spend with our spouse because we get caught up. And I know we have some friends that really um, are good examples of, you know, couples that really put uh, their marriage on the forefront uh, as far as, you know, doing date nights and, um, you know, just taking that time. And it doesn't even have to be a date night out of the house. Like today um, or this evening, we spent our anniversary dinner at our dining room table. We put candles out and... Joey cooked a delicious meal. Had a couple and, glasses of wine. And we took pictures. And, um, you know, earlier we were we dressed singing. Up. <laughs> we dressed up. Actually dressed up. up. Could have been my pajamas. But we, 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 <laughs> I don't I have my house shoes. But, you know, my wife, she, she's dipped. She's looking good. She's looking good. So I put on some shoes, heels. and um, Smelling nice. Although I'm not going anywhere out of the house, we can still do things and experience life. Um whether we're quarantined or not, because sometimes for us, the reality is we don't have uh, a babysitter, although our daughter is getting a bit older. She could babysit. Yeah, she could. She has. um, (laughs) And she has at times, but, um, you know, for us, it's just, for me, I would say, for us and me, I would like for us... We're one, you know, unity. Right. I would (laughs) like for us to, to do more 
um, you know, just fun things right. uh, that will help us to continue forward. Um, we know we've made it this far, 15 years. Um, what would you say would be some of the reasons that be beyond just God's sovereign will in keeping us that maybe you did, I did that helped keep us this far? And we just, just try to stay faithful. You know, I think for us, it's just being faithful to one another, mm -hmm. um, desiring to communicate um, right. better, even though we've had ups and downs in that. Um, and just the, like I mentioned before, commitment, just being committed to the marriage, right. um, not just committed to an emotion because mm -hmm. that can come and go. So right. hopefully in prayer, if we can do more of that and then just do more things to kind of solidify our marriage and just continue to um, learn each other and, mm -hmm. and be honest, you know, yeah. we're not perfect. Um, even though we're doing this podcast, you know, we're, we don't have all the answers. Um, we're still learning. But as we're learning, we definitely want to be able to share those um, those things with our audience and be able to help others right. as others have helped us. And we've had some great examples of some great marriages. Praise our God, God um, our kids, God's parents is a great example of a great marriage. Um, the pastors of our church are great examples of, of great marriages. And there's other people um, in our church and our um, friends, um, the Josephs family, a lot of other people that's around us have some great examples of a marriage, a teamwork. And it's about teamwork. It's about working together, knowing you're not, we're not fighting each other. We're not against each other. Even though when, if you disagree, sometimes it feels that way, knowing that yes. your spouse has your back, you're actually doing the desire to make the marriage better. Right. And if you have that mind state, then yeah, Hel you know, healthy disagreement is good as long as you. And we're gonna probably we're gonna talk about yeah, that in a different yeah, episode. A we're gonna talk yeah. about that. <laughs> a lot of these things we can go in a lot. We can go long about talking about different things because there's different aspects of the marriage right. that really need its own episode because there's different things we can really talk about and get into mm -hmm. because marriage is just so fulfilling. It's so it's so filling and fulfilling. Right. And prayerfully, you can fill it with the right things and. If you fill it with the right things, it'll become more fulfilling in the end. So, right. So, three things I would like to just leave um, our listeners with. Um, one, I would say always pray. Yes. Always, always, always pray. Whether you're praying individually or together, um, or together. Mm -hmm. um, always pray, pray for one another. Right. Um, and just get in the habit of doing it, not. Um, you know, missing days and times, but just get in the habit of doing it daily. Bible says pray without ceasing. Just continue to do it throughout the day. Right. Um, the other thing is do not go to bed angry with your spouse. Yeah, try not to do it. We've, we've done <laughs> that before. Don't do that, please. If you're, you have a disagreement, just try and hash it out or at least come to some understanding, but don't don't go to bed upset because it's it's not good. Mm -hmm. It's not good at all. And then the third thing would be find something that your spouse really likes, really enjoys, and try to do it with them or for them as much as you can. 
Yeah, that's gonna be the. That's one you had to go out your comfort zone for because. <laughs> yes, sometimes. But I, I have some uh, um, uh, hobbies that I know my wife definitely are, isn't with. But you know, there are some that I do like music and things of that nature. But you know, I have to get things. I and guys, we have to do the same thing. Husbands, you got to do the same thing for your wife. Find out things that she's into, and try and to take get outside of the comfort zone and be a part of those things. You know cherish those moments you're with her because you could not be with her you could be by yourself <laughs> you know like a lot of people are um and there's no problem with being by you could be it's, it's a blessing of being single but um you could be single like everybody else and especially if you want to be married and not have somebody but if you have somebody find out more about them learn your your wife you know she is she is your lifelong project to learn and um you want to get an a um, with the way that you have treated her and react, been been with her and reacted um, around her and just learned her. So just make sure to to definitely um, find times to do things together. Well, this has been our episode, our anniversary episode, our first official episode of A Love Worth Dying For. I hope you enjoyed it. You can definitely subscribe to this um, podcast, you can definitely like this podcast. It's being um, pushed out into the ether in different places. So if you can find this podcast, definitely subscribe in your um, your your podcast feeder, wherever that may be. But I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that uh, uh, your marriage goes well and lasts long, if not longer, than our marriage has. Any last words, baby? Like, subscribe, and share. Most definitely. And we will see you next time. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. For a love worth dying for. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to a love worth dying for podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Love Worth Dying For or email us at alovewortdyingfor at gmail.com. So until next time, grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.